Hello, and welcome to the Passionate Pantene Police, the podcast that pleases the people. I'm Noah. I'm Adrian. I'm Jacob. I'm Maya. So, in both Things Fall Apart and Americana, the authors use cultural confrontations to show Mm, the inability of Western and African cultures to coexist. And especially with yeah. Americana, the authors show how this relationship has developed in the modern era. So, um, one of the things I noticed while reading these two novels uh, was that when there was a cultural confrontation, what would often happen is that one side would have to uh, change to accommodate the other, succumb to the other's influence, and, and would have to uh, develop in a way that perhaps they didn't intend to uh, because of this other uh, side. Yeah, I actually totally agree with that. Um, and I think that a really good example of that happening is with Noye, uh, Konko, who's the main character in Things Fall Apart, his son, who actually has a court-to-court cultural confrontation with his beliefs as he's kind of presented with a new choice, which is Christianity. Um, and that happens when the Igbo people allow the missionaries to build their church in the evil forest, which is a forest in which they deposit miscarriages and twins which are both generally thought to be wicked and so the evil force is really a taboo place where humans just shouldn't go according to the Igbo religion um, and when they allowed the white missionaries to actually build their church on the evil forest and the natives all expected them to die you know super soon like within four days and were super puzzled when the whites were really gracious and happy um, and as days passed, the white people didn't die at all. They were alive and well. And um, some people began to question aspects of their religion, including Noye, and they began to convert because Christianity kind of juxtaposed and went against uh, a lot of the core principles of their religion. Um, and so this inability for the two religions to, uh, to coexist uh, it's very apparent in, the, in this example. Um, when the natives refuse to accept their Christian converts, deeming them abominations and ostracizing them from their home culture and society, it, it, it affects them from their beliefs. It, it separates them from their beliefs. And that uh, overall is just like a, a poor confrontation because it's one side force that is being forced to uh, concede parts of their identity uh, for the other who is overwhelming them. Mm, exactly. And I actually found this similar to something that happened in Americana with a family's hair. She kind of has this all, like similar cultural confrontation where she has this pressure to like straighten her hair and relax it. And she has to make this decision about you know whether to relax her hair or just keep it natural, which shows the difference between American culture and Nigerian culture. And she's kind of forced to make this decision because she really needs a job and she really needs to assimilate and then the in the other situations that happen uh, when there is a cultural competition in these two novels is um both sides remain unchanged both are unaffected by their sides and your side really converts or or um or questions their own uh beliefs uh, and they become both um unaware of the other side's uh thoughts and beliefs and um there's no development in either section. Uh, and so this is first apparent in Things Fall Apart. At the very end of the novel, when you, uh, 
when the perspective changes to the district commissioner. Uh, so when Iberica presents the commissioner with a burial ceremony uh, that shows the complexity of the Igbo society and tradition, uh, he still views them as primitive. He doesn't have any response to this emotional scene. Um, and then he further goes on to say that he's already chosen the title of his book after much thought, uh, which is a very degrading title for, the, for this group of people. And since he chose the title before writing the book, he already had this predetermined idea of the Igbo uh, people, and w which did not change even when he saw contradictions to that, when he saw things that were completely different to that. Uh, and so there was this diminishment also of Igbo culture in this in the section with the uh, diminishment of chapter to paragraph, and how this entire novel could be summed up in such a small uh, group of words. Uh, and it's just almost dis uh, disrespectful to this entire culture. But the thing is, while um, people like Noye that we were just talking about mm -hmm. had, uh, did change in the society, you can still see that there's a side of this conflict where both, where there's a sense of uh, a lack of change uh, because of a sense of uh, superiority that's not really treated with respect and these two uh, groups not really uh, developing equally. They're not like being treated equally in this entire thing. So there's actually a really good connection between that part of the book and Americana. So in Americana, Ifemalu babysits for this white woman named Kimberly. And Kimberly is like, very, she's like a volunteer at all these places to like help the poor people in Africa. And then she carries this conceived idea into her um, interactions with Ifemalu, right? But then when she's interacting with Ifemalu, Ifemalu ha like strongly contradicts this idea that everyone in Africa is like, poor and helpless, right? And then Kimberly is really, like, it's shocking for Kimberly, and she doesn't, instead of reassessing her, instead of reassessing her stereotype of Africa, she just invalidates Ifemelu's identity as being even from Nigeria, which is really a harmful thing to do because it perpetuates these single stories of African culture. So I think what we see with both of these examples is that there's this lack of change for both of them. Even when they're presented with examples that contradict the single story, Kimberly and the district commissioner, um, they both just don't change their view on these things. And Kimberly is obviously better than the district commissioner. Like she's, she has good intentions and she has this view of Africa that's obviously better than the, dis the district commissioners, but they're very similar. And um, they both come from this idea that Africa is this poor place with people who are like pitied. And it really has evolved. And Kimberly shows how this single story has evolved over time to become more sympathetic. And I think that's really what it's getting at. So overall, what would happen then in uh, a core-to-core cultural experience that is it's not treated respectfully, it's treated in a very unequal sense, an unbalanced sense. Um, what will often happen is that either one side will be forced to comply to the, to the rules of another society, or they will both just change at all. And so I think a really important thing for the future of, of cultural confrontations is that both sides uh, develop and change and respect each other's thoughts, and so we can all grow for a more united and understanding group of people.